Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. Radio. mysterious world of the inhuman experience a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained my name is bobby anthem and with me as always he's 164th african and the rest anunnaki my partner my ace my fellow inhuman hey bobby blades and uh, you're actually 100 percent correct on that yeah, my math is solid on this one. And I didn't, at... <laughs> I didn't even have to take an Ancestry DNA test. Some things you just know, man. When, yeah. you're, when you're inhuman, you just know. Yeah, you must be psychic because, like, you're the only person who I figured that out. No, man, it's in my DNA, too, dude. That's why we're here. Oh, okay. But we're not the only ones here, are we? No, we're not. Tonight, we are joined by uh, fellow soul and uh, First Nation, Nathan Mondor. Yeah, man, Nathan Mondor. Now, if that's a name that you don't know, you should get to know him because he is one interesting dude with a wealth of information. Hell yeah. Great fucking guy. I'm, I'm absolutely glad we got him on the show to, uh, you know, talk about a lot of different things. Yeah, man, we definitely go into a lot of things, man. He, he's he's going to touch on, wow, man. I, I mean, there's so much. I don't even know where to begin. I uh, know, and I can <laughs> I can scarcely remember all of the stuff that we talked about because I know we went in having um, having cryptids in mind. Um, and it just, uh, you know, the way it always does, it just, uh, you know, took on a life of its own. And, yeah, and in the best possible way man. absolutely we just flowed with it did what we could yeah so it, it was a hell of a conversation um i, I was eager to get into it and i'm kind of eager to get into it right now yeah i am too so without further ado let's let's get into it 
So you guys are into like spirits and stuff and like ghosts and cryptids and little like creatures that eat you and most definitely. Yeah. We love yeah, all that sort of. stuff. You know, I mean, we we have uh, we have our experiences and um, we have our interests. Like, I have uh, personally, I have more uh, experiences with things like spirits, ghosts, things like that. But I'm actually way more interested in aliens. I just don't have any experience. Unfortunately, I don't have any experience with aliens. <laughs> Not that you know of. Maybe they memory wipe you, man. They give you that man in black I flashy I thing. Have a horrible memory. Yeah. Hey, look at this pen. Right, look at the pretty pen. But swamp gas, swamp gas. (laughs) (laughs) But that's Uh, our experiences, man. So we we we're really interested in yours because Blades was telling me a little bit, and I'm like, all right, I'm all in. Yeah, you were going off about uh, when I brought up that movie. You were going off about the demigods and. All kinds of uh, all kinds of native uh, spirits, uh, spirits of the land, and everything. And I was like, "Damn, this would be interesting." I love this. All right, all right, all right. so I, I, like, this is what my podcast is going to be about. Like, this is what I'm working on. Um, so when you when you showed me, like, I was talking about Miju Bijou, which is, uh, oh boy, so Miju Bijou is like the Lord of Snakes, and its job. Mijupiju's job is to protect the copper inside Lake Superior and surrounding area. It's one of the things it does. It's, but it's a it's a mean mean spirit. It's, a mean, it's, it's not evil. It's just doing its job. Gotcha. Um, you know, you take copper. It doesn't want you to take copper. It's going to remind you to put the copper back. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch. Copper. It's like a dragon. You don't want to walk into a dragon then and take its gold. Yeah. And it's going to get you. Right. So um, that's what I was talking about. And I, I showed a picture of the pictograph there. And that's when you brought up that movie. And the reason I went off on that huge tangent I did is because I stopped paying attention to what they were talking about in that trailer. And um, I started looking at the pictographs that were in the back, that back panel. And I was like, that's Nana Bojo, which is one of our demigods. Okay. Um, yeah, like they had like Anishinaabe demigod there, so I was like, "Dang, that's awesome!" Because um, there, that really did look like a Mijubiju there, like that that creature. Um, so every year we travel out to a place called Nanoboshang, which is like uh, it's nine and a half, ten hours drive, straight drive, give or take. It takes me like 13 with my kid um, out west, like towards Sault Ste. Marie and then past Sault Ste. Marie. Um, so you guys know where Michigan is, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So I'm driving from like the other side of Lake Superior, like De- I could get to Detroit. Uh, is it Detroit that's across from Niagara Falls? Buffalo, Buffalo. Okay. So I'm, I'm like three hours away from Buffalo and I drive out towards Michigan, which in Canada is a long ways away because um, we have to drive around the lake, right? Um, and then I drive a bit past up further on Superior and then I drive like an hour and a half into the bush. And we go there and we actually, it, it's a, a Benazé, a Thunderbird nest in that area. And it's sitting underneath a rock outcrop, 
dropping that looks like a chair. And that chair falls into our creation story, or part of our creation story. It's called, it's now known as the devil's chair. Um, if you, if you, you saw the, the picture I put there, right, Bobby, like of the, the of Nana Borja with the, like, the spikes on his head. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's actually Nana Bojo's chair. It's where he sat and watched the world. Um, and then as Christianity happened, it became, you know, the devil's chair, the devil's world, <laughs> the devil's resting area. The devil, the devil, the devil. Um, that foosball is the devil. That lettuce is from the devil. Oh, no, that's just marijuana. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, we go out there and we pray. We ask for like safe passage for the year so that spirit doesn't come and like mess up our fishing boat and um, people have seen it like recently and I'm not talking like the crazy guy you know the homeless man being like I saw the chupacabra <laughs> um, <laughs> like my chief you know he my elder my teacher he's seen it you know and we watch for it and there's times where like I've watched something move through superior that was just too big to be like a sturgeon you know like if there was a sturgeon damn that was a big sturgeon um so and we go and offer it food and you know like prayer to be like hey man you know what just we we also pray to the thunderbirds and uh oh cool so in that area where the, the pictographs of uh that, that creature is there's this you have to walk down into like this carved out like I don't know how to explain it because it's like a pathway through bedrock like through the Canadian shield which is bedrock and it's like cut into a cross almost right and you you come down one side you take a left and you walk out and then you have to walk walk down over all of these rocks up and down and you come out right along the water like you maybe have like two feet to walk on and then it's like a 30 foot drop like into water like I'm not, I'm not meaning like you fall 30 feet into water i mean like the water is 30 feet deep right beside you oh and, shit. and okay. th- this rock is like slanted right and then there's these pictographs like all painted up these rocks right and they like walk out and they have to like turn this corner and like stand up and paint there the pictographs in there too right like there it's just how they manage to do that like uh, we don't know to this day how they did it mm-hmm. right like they could like maybe people are like well maybe they did it during the winter well okay well they're, they're still like standing on ice like right yeah they would have been freezing their asses off I, have you ever been on Lake Superior no so um I'll send you guys a couple videos or in pictures of what it's like in the fall but even still like there's ice caves that form all along Lake Superior during winter. Mm. Like the the waves like smash in and start freezing oh, and yeah. start freezing and start freezing. Like Superior mm. is like a sea, like it's a fresh water, like sea. Just tons of water. Uh, it's mm. the largest lake in the world. Um. So, yeah, like there, there's things like that. We don't you don't know how to get them. Yeah, how they got there, sorry. Right. Also in that area, there's like that one of those channels I was talking about. You walk out and it's a dead drop down into like water. Like that's a 30 foot drop into, I don't know what. It's just 
it's down there and then there's water down there too i don't know how deep it is i don't want to know how deep it is i'm never going down there. <laughs> um and it's because of about what i'm about to tell you so the thunderbirds and the miju bijou don't get along they're they like fight each other the thunderbirds try to protect us and the miju bijou try to kill us essentially so these thunderbirds like you know cruising along i guess one day they saw one and uh they tried to chase it down and these miju bijou they like go into tunnels in the water and they can go to any freaking lake any lake they there there is the ability for a miju bijou to be there through like underwater caverns and just uh, just to the scientific side of this they've released fish in certain lakes with trackers and found them like 200 kilometers in a different lake yeah. right like so it's possible it's possible that this is true right like not possible it it is like they've done the research and um so they go into these tunnels and fly away or swim away sorry and uh The, this there's this rock like wedged far out into this crevice uh, it's bedrock on both sides and the rock in the middle is not bedrock it has no earthly place being there hmm. aliens man aliens or you know thunderbirds and giant snake monsters yeah right. that too oh it's snowing awesome wow I know it's cold over here but we still haven't gotten snow yet Oh, we had snow this morning, and now it's actually coming down. We might be blanketed tomorrow. Yeah. Bobby, you're not going to get uh, snow till I've... February or so, right? <laughs> uh, we had a we had a little bit of snow. Oh. <laughs> snow um, last Where... week, a few days ago. Where about are you guys? I'm in Ohio. I'm in Cleveland. I'm in Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah, so we get we get that lake effect weather here, you know. Um, so I talk about I talk about it all the time because it's one of the few things that I know. <laughs> But we get no. that lake effect weather, so the the lake uh, kind of takes a while to cool down. So you know, it, it's stays sort of warm. But then once it freezes, it keeps us cold uh, longer than most other places. So our winters last a little bit longer than warmer places in the country. Yeah, I think I got into an argument with someone about uh, weather from o they were from Ohio, yeah, and I live in Ontario, and they were they were like, yeah, well, we have lake effect, <laughs> lake <Okay>. effect. <laughs> yeah, like they were they were talking to me in Ontario, and like lake, I don't know what lake effect is, right, right, and um, they're they're like, yeah, it's bad, it makes the winter cold. I'm like, oh yeah, I know. And they're like, oh yeah, well. How big is the lake you have there? I'm like, which one? We have 150,000 in Ontario alone. <laughs> and they're like, why? I'm like, yeah, and like 300 miles of river. Like, thanks for coming out. Um, <laughs> we have three of the largest lakes in the world in our province. Um, yeah, geez. Lake effect sucks, man. Suck. Yeah. Come for the lake, stay for the freezing cold. <laughs> It's not like we're all in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's fucking cold here, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what, what's your average low there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it, it's not as cold as you guys get. That's for sure. <laughs> but um, it, it is so fucking I, I cold. Go ahead. 
Oh, I'm just saying it is fucking cold in the winter. A cold, cold is a relative to- term, especially when you're talking to a Canadian. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You right. know that's that's why I that's why I felt silly like uh, like five seconds into me going into the whole thing about the lake. And like, lake uh, effect. Like, like, <laughs> 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 You're just talking about a lake that's the like largest lake in the world. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So like I'm I'm seven hours away from that lake that I was talking to you about. Yeah. And we get affected by it. <laughs> seven hours away that's insane um well not to mention we're like we're within like 30 and uh, if i drove 30 hours i i would hit like five of the great lakes hmm. yeah man like it's <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of water yeah. wow uh anyways, yeah so I don't know where I was talking about like ghosts and stuff. Yeah, you're talking about the Thunderbirds chasing away the uh, I forgot the yeah. name. The Bijou. So yeah. There's that rock. It has like I have a photo of my son and I standing in front of it, and like I, I say rock, and it doesn't do it any justice, man. Like this thing, like I don't know if a crane would be able to lift it. Mm. And it has like no earthly place being there. So it doesn't even look like it's part of the natural landmass there? No, it's not. Like, proven not part of the landmass. Wow. Like, it's a different rock. Okay. Right? Like, and where, where this, this rock is, right? Like, if you were to put, push that, that tectonic plate back together, they, they would connect pretty, pretty good. There's no, like, no, like, big chunk, chunks like that missing. Um, oh, sweet. I got a bunch of magic cards. <laughs> um, oh, cool. That's mean. Sorry. Do you guys play magic? I haven't for a very <laughs> long time. <laughs> we have a who's way into it, though. He has a, He actually has a, uh, a podcast. Um, oh, man. What's it called, totally man? I can never remember the name of it. Blades, I'm talking about Wookie. Oh, you're talking about Wookie. Oh, yeah, shit. Wookie's way into it. It's man. called uh, something Guild. I No, wait, not that's wrong. That's wrong. Hold up. Archon's um, Corner. Yeah, Archon's like that. Corner. That's what it is. All right, I'll check that out right now. I got to go. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally Sorry, Wookie. Sorry. Wookie. You're our boy, but, you know, we're not into, you know, it's just not our thing. So, you know. We still love you, Wook. <laughs> He's, like, going to be listening to this. Be like, I hate those guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll check it out, though. Sure, I love supporting other people. Um I'm gonna need all the support I can get by the end of the day. <laughs> Man, we're we're definitely when you get your podcast up and running, I'm definitely gonna check that shit out. For sure, for sure, we're gonna be listening and we're gonna be plugging. Um, Absolutely, I'm actually interested in hearing more. Like, what other uh, what other stories do you have for us? Because oh, like today, yeah, oh. <laughs> we could have a part two and a part three. We're gonna yeah, have- it's gonna. Yeah, I was going to say, this is going to be a, a bit of a long day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> better go get my phone charger. <laughs> uh, 
Alright, um... I don't really want to talk about this one, though. <laughs> <laughs> for All what right. reason? Alright, save it for another time. <laughs> no, no, no. So another time is going to be like when it's daylight and it's spring. Um, <laughs> so... But when I was talking about Miju Biju there, I was talking about it because I'm not on Lake Superior, and I, I wouldn't be talking about him like that when I'm there, right? Like, I'm not near a lake Good. at the moment. I mean, it's like about two and a half kilometers away from me, mm-hmm. but um, I'm in my house, and I have means to, like, make sure I'm okay here. Right, right. Where the one that, like, I, I just pulled up, and I was like, oh, that would be, oh, wait, no, that would not <laughs> is um it's a cannibalism spirit and it's along the same lines uh, as, as that miju biju it's like a malevolent spirit that like maintain like it, it, it oh, let's talk about it all right um no pressure man no pressure all right all right <laughs> i'm not gonna tell the story but i'll talk about it and then i'll figure that out so these spirits are called wendigo Oh yeah. yeah, shit. We I was just yeah. gonna ask you about those, man. Oh god. Yeah, we're uh, I was gonna be like, what's up with those Wendigos, man? So I'm um I'm a spiritual person, my friends. I uh I do ceremony, I pray. I don't know, I started talking about the Wendigo and I took off my coat. Like I'm ready to fight. You know? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um Ain't there something you can hang I, on your door for that? Yeah, that, that's why I'm in my house. I'll be okay. I'm just not going to work tomorrow. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> so these spirits, they like they come when they, and like they can't move in a they they can't move in like if they they have to move in a straight line, right? Mm. And they're fast. And they just keep moving. Like if you zigzag, you know, like do the zigzag. Apparently, they can't catch you except they're really fast and will catch you and eat you. Mm. Um, but there there's stories about. This uh, it's this Anishinaabe man, and um, there's there's actually like documented cases of like criminal action taken against these people. Like it's recent stuff that's happened. Um, so this spirit got to him and infected him, and he actually like killed and murdered and ate his family. Wow. And the pro- problem is, is like that, that Wendigo, it grows. Every time it eats, it gets bigger and big, like taller and bigger. Like in- it grows inch for inch, pound for pound for what it is. Mm-hmm. So it eats like, uh, like Bobby there, six foot six, 260 pound man. Yeah. It's going to grow six foot six inches. And add 260 pounds. It will never sustain its hunger. It is constantly hungry. Wow. And it's that, that spirit there, it's it's there to remind us to not take more than we need. Because we, in turn, can become that. So it's kind of, it's kind of like the gluttony thing. Yeah, kind of. Except, you know, there's been, like, legitimate accounts of people becoming it and murdering their families and other people and eating them so the spirit it can possess uh it can possess a person and uh that spirit dwells within them yeah and there's like you have to to, like take one down like if i saw one i'd run man everything i know i'd run 
Now, I, I watch a lot of Supernatural, and, you know, they, they have come in contact with Wendigos and whatnot, and, they, like, they say the only way to kill it is with fire. Is that true? Um, so, that one of the stories is, like, people went out into the bayou in Louisiana to fight them, and, like, only one person came back, and he used obsidian to kill it. Obsidian, okay. But, like, but then again, if you take the, con- like, if you look at things in, like, that spirit- spiritual sense... Obsidian is fire. If you want to look at it, that it's it's volcanic glass. It's 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 crystallized lava. Right. Okay. Um, it's still creepy, man. It's, yeah, that's like, creepy as hell. But I love hearing about it. It's it's fucking I, amazing. I, I would not even knowing this. I would not go head to head with one. If I was in a, a suit of like Minecraft obsidian armor, I'd be like, no. <laughs> I'd <laughs> run right. away in a zigzag formation. It's like shit. I forgot to zag. <laughs> List lazily to the left. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, like I know a lot. I have a lot of stories. Some of them I, I'm more comfortable talking about in the daylight because uh, they're creepy. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. <laughs> but one more. You know what? I'm gonna tell you. About about how the turtle got its shell to leave it on a cute, fun note. Okay. All right. So I'm going to speak in my language for a few minutes, or a few okay. seconds, actually. I just, uh, when I tell a traditional, full traditional story, I, it's something I've been taught to do. Cool. Uh, all right. So, Ani, bonjour. Baba Mashingek, and Shnakash Makwado Dem. Anishinaabe, Soto, Broken Head, Ido Baijen. Hello, my name is Nathan Mondor. My family comes off of Broken Head Reservation. I'm Anishinaabe Soto. All right. So this is the story about how the turtle got its shell. Um, so Nana Bojo was sitting in his chair and he was looking down at all the Anishinaabe. And doing his work, being the name, the, the thing that's to name everything, he, he's sitting there watching for something he hasn't seen. And he, he's watching. He gets tired of watching, so he goes to take a break. And being in his normal fashion, he comes down and he talks to the Anishinaabe and sees how they are, you know, has his fun, tells some stories about his adventures, and then he goes for a walk. And as he's walking, he steps on this animal and he it screams at him he's like ah! like it, it's hurt it's in pain and nano bojo like picks it up and starts apologizing and asking it what it is and like i'm sorry like that i can't let that ever happen to you again like let me let me repay you for what's happened and this little creature asks oh, well, how are you going to do that and nano bojo reaches into the water deep and he starts pulling up these handfuls of clay and putting them down. And he picks them up and starts shaping them in this round disc. And he puts it down and he picks up another one and shapes it into like this flat, like low, shallow bowl. And he starts making little leg holes and and a back end, like, you know, like for the head and tail. And then he goes and picks up this this animal and puts it in there and he closes it and seals it up and this clay just starts hardening like perfectly around this little animal 
sealing them in there. And he looks at this little animal and says, I'm going to call you Mickinick Turtle. And this will be your home now, and it will protect you from all of the predators. And you'll never get hurt when you get stepped on again. And he put him back in the water, and the little turtle said thank you and swam off. That's the end. Nice. <laughs> I dig that, man. I really dig that. Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why I was very interested in hearing that and why that why that story affects me? Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I've never fully understood why, but I've always been all about turtles. Blades. I don't know if I ever told you this. No, nah, I don't um, believe you have. I did. Okay, so well, you know, I have a, uh, I have a tattoo of a turtle on the back of my right hand. Cool. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. See, that's that something else you first, never told me. Yeah, that was one of my first tattoos. Um, I don't wait, think wait, I've wait. ever mentioned it. Hmm? Is it wearing a bandana? And if it is, red, orange, <laughs> blue. <or red. laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. I would be, actually. <laughs> I'm probably... I would think that I would be a Donatello, but I'm not oh. smart enough to be a Donatello. I've had way too many uh, head injuries. <laughs> With all my samurai um, swords, I'm definitely a Leonardo, man. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, right. Exactly. Tell me about these turtles, man. Tell me about well, the turtles. Well, I've always been... I have, so, in addition to having the turtle tattoo on the back of my right hand... Um, I know, Blades, I know that I've told you about my dog before. He's my, he was my best friend, right. you know. And I've always been real careful. I'm always real careful on the show, or at least I try to be on any show that I'm on, um, about talking about uh, my family and things like that. I have told stories about my family, but I, I will never, ever mention their names. And I, I'm even so careful as to never even mention my dog's name on the show. And, you know, my dog... He died a few years ago, and he was my very best friend, and I, I just, I can't get another one. I, I just can't. You know, I felt so strongly for him, I just can't do it again. But my dog's name was Turtle. Got him, right when, he was got him when he was three months old, and he he uh, he was 16 when we lost him. And, yeah, his name was Turtle. Um, I have some crystal turtles in my house <laughs> right now. Um, I'm just, I'm all about turtles. I've never... I, I've always had this connection and I, I've never fully understood why. I still don't fully understand why. You know, I can make up some stories or some reasons, but I don't know. I just, I have this connection with turtles. Maybe your spirit is that of a turtle. Oh my God, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> what did I do? Did I just open a can of worms there? My spirit animal is a golden retriever. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I thought that's where I was going. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. I was just thinking that maybe maybe his uh, his actual self is that of a turtle. Yeah, maybe. Uh, hey, you, man, uh, you know, like... I never leave my house. Turtles never leave their house. They, so. they carry their homes with them. Right. <clears throat> do, you, do you like burying yourself in mud during the, during the late fall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I shared a picture in, a, in that Discord there last night. Um, 
I, I just I, sometimes I get like on these huge tangents, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? You don't believe it. Well, I've seen too many things to not believe it. So here's one right here. Oh, that turtle, and, the turtle-shaped island, or the turtle-shaped uh, map, or whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. You know what that is? No. What is that? That's North America. No shit. Wow. Okay. We call it Turtle Island. Huh. Turtle Island. Uh, part of our creation story is um, this like huge flood happened, and uh, I, I can tell that full story another time, I guess. But like, a turtle ended up carrying the entire weight of our continent on its back for us to live on. Um, so that's why it became known as Turtle Island, and also because it looks like a giant turtle. <laughs> oh, nice. Which is something that is kind of crazy, because if you think about it, we we didn't go up that high to be able to know that. Yeah. Um, right? Like, it's kind of crazy. Uh, but then if you, you break down in our language, what are, what are like, the Ojibwa, the Ojibwa means, like, the, it means the people that were lowered. Hmm. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's dope. See, that's the type of that's the type of stuff that I'm interested in right there because that that means something. That didn't just come from nowhere, you know. And I wasn't just no. insane. Yeah, <laughs> you know? dropping straight knowledge tonight, man. <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 yeah, that's literally what our name means: is, is the people that were lowered. Um, and then we have things about star people and and like. Yeah. Have you heard about the Dogon? Nah. Yeah. You have, oh Bobby? Goodness. Shit. I, I am not up on my things, man. Okay, so the Dogon are a tribe of indigenous people on the other side of the planet. Okay? They still live without electricity. They still live very tribalistic. And one of the people in their community's job is to track a star in the sky. That's all he does. Except this star is not visible by the naked eye. You have to try. You, they can see it with like the Hubble telescope. I think yeah. it's the Hubble, and see, they can they can more accurately find it in the sky than the scientists with all of this equipment. They know where it is. Yeah. Hot damn. Because it's their because job. <laughs> it's their, well, it's their job, but they can't see it either well, no. right like you can't look in the night sky and go be like oh yeah there's the north right. star so do uh, they have some kind of mathematics where they can uh predict its trajectory or something i don't know but that's where they when you ask them about that start so they say that's where they came from yes yes wow yeah. that's incredible that's, that's where we came from that's where we came from well, we're, we're like what this empty space in the sky? No, there's a star there. Yeah, right. Anunnaki, you know bro. Oh, Anunnaki. I told you, man. We <laughs> right. we and were planted here. Been, and they've been telling those stories since uh, since long before anything was was discovered. Before we were able to discover any of this stuff scientifically. Yeah, that's incredible. This is why we we when we talk we talk from time immortal. Imme- like immemorable, like we know these things from from before. 
we, we know these things because they're true. Um, and there's so much stuff we do that science is now proving. And they're like, oh, wow, those tribal people knew what they were talking about. Yeah, they and um, call them a bunch of savages, but it's actually the civilized people that were the savages. It's just, it blows me away. It really does. Like, there's things that I've known are true. Like, um, we talk about drumming, right? Like, you know, like the natives with their drums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you know that if you play a drum beat, like on one of those drums, and, you know, I don't know if like a tin drum or a vinyl drum will have the same effect as like that hand drum that you're holding and drumming, but the vibrations from that drum actually help with cellular damage. Well, you know what? I believe that because uh, we were talking about cats not too long ago and the cats, uh, they purr at a frequency that is uh, a healing frequency to the other cats. And so whenever like another cat is injured or a person is injured, the cats will lay on that area and they will purr. And that that sound is like a healing sound to the cells. Or maybe it's like a lot of scientific art that you're just right. learning about again now. And all of a sudden you're doing light chromotherapy and vibrational therapy. And it's like, oh, wow, well, I have this thing that, you know, my people have used for thousands upon thousands of years. Yeah, it's a drum. I know. Well, when you hit it, it makes a vibration. Yeah. yeah, man. And the whole universe is based <laughs> like every, on vibrations, man. I was just about to say, it's like everything <laughs> comes back to vibrations. Yeah. You know, they, they talk about string theory, which I'm not going to go into because it's going to make make what's left of my brain melt. But, uh, you know, talk know, about, we're also going to need six episodes. <laughs> shit, probably more than that. People have to listen at three times speed. <laughs> but, but, but the thing with this, like, I'll keep it, I'll keep it as basic as, as I can because, well, I mean, I don't have a full understanding of it, but uh, for people who don't or haven't at least looked into it, from what I gathered from it, the most interesting thing to me is that like the strings are like some of them come in little lines, some of them are circles, basically ones and zeros. <laughs> you know, uh, if you really, really break it down, ones and zeros, and they vibrate, and those vibrations bring things into creation. You know, and and, and this. This is science. This is this is what I've heard from science. Like this isn't this isn't comic book stuff. This isn't religious stuff. This isn't uh, you know spiritual. This is what scientists are saying. Yeah, we think that this is what's going on. Man, you know you got that from the Amazing Spider-Man issue number four, nineteen seventy. <laughs> Probably. Probably. So here's my pull on that. What is science? Science is what we used to call magic until we figured it out. Well, it's still magic. Particle colliders aren't magic, man. You create stuff with particle colliders. Yeah. It's just expensive magic. (laughs) (laughs) It's a belief system. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that don't believe I'm not I'm not one of those people who everyone who's listening to this, make sure you vaccinate your children. Okay, vaccinate your children. <laughs> yeah, he's, vaccinate he's not an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> okay, we almost got rid of smallpox and measles. Vaccinate your children. <laughs> uh, you know, science 
science is a belief system that's based on proof. And it's not just like, oh my God, this thing happened once, so it's true. It's like, okay, it happened once. Maybe it's right. But it didn't happen the second time. Okay, well, I better do it a third time. Okay, it happened the third time, so let's do it ten more times to find out the frequency that it's going to... Okay, it's real. This is true. If I put water in, in below zero temperature, it's going to freeze. Unless it has salt water, then it's got to be a bit colder. Okay, <clears throat> perfect. Got it. Um, you know, like, it, it, it's a factual-based belief system. And they make sure that it's... Okay, not always. Sometimes some science is pretty messed up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but generally, it, it, it's a tried-and-tested system, right? Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes it, they, they find out more information and they find out that it was wrong, kind of, right. but not fully. You know, like, things grow. Yeah, I was just about to say that when, um, you know, they they say it as fact, but if they find something that, you know, doesn't connect with the fact, they change it up and they say, OK, we found evidence to the contrary of this. So now we have to change, um, you know, the reality behind this. Or add more to the periodic table. Yeah. Or, you know, change our maps to reflect the fact that the planet is round. Right. It, it, the planet is absolutely round. It's not flat. It's round. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I've been hearing so much. Oh, goodness. No, I actually got invited to a podcast. And um, one guy went off about it being a, a flat earth. That, like, he just went off on it. With the whole ice wall thing, too? Yeah, he believed in it, and I hung up. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Um... <laughs> Strike my name from the record. <laughs> <laughs> I never exist. I'm all willing to like listen to your theories on the flat earth, but don't try to make me believe them. That's all I'm saying. You know what? I, um, I, I can't. Okay? I, I, I'm, I also listen to those conspiracy guys. I don't know if that's okay about name dropping other podcasts or anything, but... Wow, we're good with they, that. They do like a five-hour episode. Holy shit, that's a lot. Oh, it's so good, though. It's so good. Um, they're a bunch of Irish guys and really good podcast. Really good podcast. Really famous, actually. Um, they just actually ended up being able to go out for like six months, maybe a bit more. They're from Ireland. Him and his wife came to America and did like a tour to like the Char Charles Manson's house and stuff like that for his podcast. Like a live TV documentary, actually. Wow. On Netflix. Like, that's how big he's gotten, right? Nice. So these five-hour episodes are a huge thing because it's like, man, you're dedicating time to them, right? And uh, they don't they don't fail to deliver. And they did a five-hour episode on the Flat Earth, and, like, 45 minutes into it, I was like, man, people who believe this are retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mean, I'm not I, I don't mean that, like, you know, like, developmentally delayed. Like, these people are just... Your mind is no. defective. You know, genetic defects and developmentally delayedness has a point of understanding. These people are dumb. They're, there's no helping them. Some circuits are crossed in the wrong direction there, man. Seriously. You know Darwinism? Darwinism would have taken you out if we were allowed to keep things off, warning labels off. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, don't drink, this is poison. <laughs> it's not poison. 
this uh, <laughs> this New Year's, uh, I don't know if it was really Morgan Freeman or not, but this video came out that did a re uh, recap of uh, 2018, and it was it sounded it's Morgan Freeman's voice, but I don't know if it like soundboarded or something. Mm. But uh, there's this one point he's like, "What I have to say about 2018 is two words for you: Tide Pod." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe people were actually doing that shit, man. Seriously, so, I have a little child in my house, okay? Mm. Little child. He's under the age of five. He's turning four in February, actually. I'll say that much. And, uh, you know, he looks at them and he goes, ew. Good. They don't even <laughs> smell edible. That's the whole thing. They no. don't smell it, edible. They're like, well, it, 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 it's this compulsive urge from childhood candy. I look at them when I'm doing my laundry and I'm not like, mm. Now, now, come on. We grew up in the seventies and eighties. Does that does that look like candy? Anything you've ever eaten in your life? The Tide Pod. I mean, well, gushers, big gushers. Nah, <laughs> so, not to me, man. It's got a little square on it, and then it's got a little circle like a spear. It doesn't look like anything I've ever eaten. It kind of looks like if you had like pop rockets in a gusher pack that melted. <laughs> oh man that's some weird ass well, candy that, that doesn't like appeal to me I'm not like mm, melted gushers and pop rockets but the whole thing is like we never ate things that smelled like perfume or no. uh, oh you know what you know what I'm not I ate potpourri as a kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you trying to get high? Maybe. Maybe. Like trail mix. <laughs> oh, shit. But I don't know. I just, I want to say this. And I didn't, I didn't come up with this. I heard this from a friend of mine. He said, you know, just, and this was during the big craze of the whole Tide Pods thing. Don't eat Tide Pods, but if you're gonna eat a Tide Pod, <laughs> eat a bunch of Tide Pods. Just, just, just get it over with. You know? Oh man! Yeah. And then you had people on YouTube doing the Tide Pod challenge, which was utterly ridiculous. I don't know what's happened. Okay, they said 2012 people were gonna wake up. Right. Waking up, people need to go back. They need to, to, go sleep. Back to sleep. They okay. they need to eat more Tide Pods and stop procreating. <laughs> oh, so I'm a millennial. You bloody millennial. But you know, millennials. What people are like? Oh, those are the millennials. It's like no, those are like zennials. But the millennials are in their thirties. Thanks for almost in our forties. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> um, <laughs> boomer. No. Uh, hey, we're Generation X over here. Yeah, Generation that <laughs> We're the MTV generation. Uh, you were before video killed the radio station. No, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we were when MTV actually played music. Yeah. Hey, I was alive when it played music, dude. Yeah, you were just, you were still young, though. No, I was in my teens, man. I was like 18 when it stopped. Like, oh, really? Shit. See, maybe. I stopped watching it like after probably 1991. I stopped watching it. Yeah, dude, I, I went back to watch MTV. I was like, you know, like uh, we got cable and stuff again finally because like we were at home long enough to, you know, have a cable package and all of that. Yeah. And, uh, 
I was like, all right, cool, man. I'm going to throw some music on. Like, what the hell is this? What? <laughs> Where's the music? <laughs> um, yeah. And then now I have one of them Google devices that I can just be like, hey, Google. Oh, God. Right. Alexa, <laughs> Google, and fucking, they'll steal your soul while you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but... Sadly, I, I use Google very heavily. Um, like, especially when I'm taking notes or something. Yeah. So I can just, like, if, I, if I'm... So one of the things I'm doing research on right now is uh, it's about Thunderbirds. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm really excited about this one. Um, so... We, as the Anishinaabe, worship these Thunderbirds, right? And we do ceremony for them all the time. And then the Nakoda, Dakota, Lakota, the Sioux tribes, they do this thing called the Sundance. And one of their songs is about a Thunderbird. And it's talking about how the Thunderbird is coming. And they do these ceremonies, these Sundance ceremonies, in midsummer. Like there's Sundances in the midsummer. And there's some in the spring too, but they, they talk about those thunderbirds that are coming. There's two times that they come, right? Spring, there's a lot of thunderstorms. In the summer, there's a lot of thunderstorms. Like, And then we, when they're doing those sun dances, the last time they sing them, like they'd be singing that song. Like two weeks later, we're doing a thunderbird ceremony for the baby thunderbirds on the other side of Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I'm doing... So, like, I, I, I was sitting there singing this song, and I was like, wait, that's a Sundance song. Hmm. Wait a second, Google, take a note. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess Google's useful for something, but I still think you're signing away your, um, after, you're, after you're dead, you're signing away your consciousness to Google, man. Don't worry, I'll just, I'll, I'll go to a place with no service so long, <laughs> long enough that they just don't. <laughs> <laughs> They have enough of your personality stored to create duplicates of you. I might be a duplicate. We don't know that. Oh shit! You're blowing my mind now. <laughs> that's well, that's dude, a scary dude, thought. There is more scientific evidence that we're in a simulation than there is that we're not. I know. I want to oh, get yeah. into that on a future episode, man, about the simulated world. I really, really oh, do. Definitely will. Call me for that. We'll talk <laughs> like six hours. I'll get some munchies. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shit, right? Most oh, definitely. That is a long, beautiful talk. And yeah. scary. But for right After now, that. we want to thank you for uh, for coming on here with us, man. There's, man, there's so much to talk about. So much more to talk about. And we we really hope that you will come back. Um is there anything that you want to anything you want to plug where can we find you i know that you had talks Uh, of uh launching a podcast so right now i i have an instagram and a facebook uh it's called inconvenient indian uh it right now it's like it's a blog and it's like outlining a lot of what we're doing when we're going where what we're like the events we're at the powwows the ceremonies and just day-to-day like things we do as an anishinaabe family so you can hit me up there on Facebook and Instagram. I'm hoping to have a Discord up and a Patreon soon to prepare for my podcast. And I don't know what it's going to be called yet. Probably Inconvenient Indian, something like that. So. I like that. Nice. <laughs> it's uh, nobody else has got it. I can guarantee that. 
Actually, there's a book. Uh, one of my friends had a book written about them called Inconvenient Indian. And uh, I found that out after I chose the name. And that's like, oh, wow. But wow. it's not a podcast, though. See, that's the thing. No, it's not a podcast. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that's about all I have to say. That's uh, awesome, man. It was absolutely great having you on here. I mean, you really dropped some knowledge on us tonight. I hope so. <laughs> For sure. And you Seriously. absolutely have to come back because we, we, we touched on some things that we're going to have to go a lot deeper. On. Hell yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, Please come back. I'll give you a cookie. <laughs> I like cookies. Um, yeah, let me know whenever you want. I'm uh, always down to the step step. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. You, you take care. You too. Thank you for contacting Inhuman Resources, a Q&A segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses at least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all from how to make a peanut butter sandwich to how can I get my hot co-worker to notice me to how do manatees procreate? Any question at all. Just contact at IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag InhumanResources or email InhumanExperiencePodcast19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line, and we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans. So this week's question is coming in via email from AC, and he wanted to know, where did we get that badass artwork? Shit, man. I I was hoping somebody would ask about that. Yeah, man. <laughs> and the answer is, man, we hit up our boy Shaheen at uh Nuclear Heat Nuclear Heat Graphics and, you know, commissioned him to do a little piece for us. Right, right, man. And and we've been meaning to actually uh extend our thanks to him cuz we got it, you know, a minute ago, but, you know, uh, Blades, your memory is shit, and mine is worse. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it's just real bad. But yeah, yeah, that came from Shaheen from Nuclear Heat. He is an amazing artist. Um, that, that's how he makes his living. He is a pro. It's not a hobby. This is what he does. And if you listen to the show, which I'm sure you do, AC, since you asked the question, we've been playing the Nuclear Heat's graphic graphics uh commercial but don't go to that site don't go to nuclear no (laughs) don't do that my goodness no it doesn't exist no no you want to go to nuclearheatshop.com for reasons reasons. (laughs) for for unknown reasons Yeah, yeah man he does he does wrestling like he does a lot of commissions for wrestlers he does uh podcast commissions he does uh, man this dude does everything he's simply amazing and everything. at reasonable prices too i mean you can't get much better than that yeah i mean he'll he'll 
he's pretty much known for doing pro wrestling art but he also he's also very much tied into horror but that's not what he does exclusively it's just what he happens to be known for he'll do your your pets he'll do family portraits he'll draw you if you want uh anything anything that you want he'll do it and and the art is yours you pay a very small very very beyond reasonable price and I don't think I, like this is something that he said. I'm not putting him out there or, or, or you know, having him do something that he doesn't want to do. But oftentimes he will throw in extras for you. He'll he'll throw in extra gifts for you, you know, because he's just a good dude. Like yeah, that. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. He's a real good dude. So like, yeah. whatever your needs, just hit him up. You yeah. will not be disappointed. All right, nuclear heat shop. Yes.com. Not not graphics.com. Shop.com. Exactly. Okay. Hey, have you ever heard of a. uh, There's an old TV show called Misfits of Science. Nah, man. What, What year did it come out? It was, uh, it was like 1985. Oh shit! Yeah, man. And at the time, it was it was probably my favorite show, man. It had like basically everything that I was into at that time. Really, everything I'm into at this time. But it was cool as hell, man. Um, it was a uh, man. It was very, very much eighties. <laughs> <laughs> like very the much. like the Captain Planet kind of eighties. Uh, more like more like the A team kind of eighties. The eighteen eighties, okay. Yeah, so this was a live action show, and it starred. Um, it, it was okay. So the show was about a group of scientists and just regular people who had superpowers. This dude worked at a science lab, and. Uh, he gathered up a group of people with superpowers and they did all kinds of 80s style I, I guess you could really call it crime fighting mystery solving type <laughs> shit it was 80s as hell man I, I cannot do it justice by telling you how 80s it was man just believe me so was um, it animated or is it live action it was live action oh, it, shit, starred, okay. it's, it starred it starred Dean Paul Martin Who's, who was the son of singer Dean Martin. He was the uh, the leader of the group. He was a scientist who worked at this lab and his name was Billy Hayes. He didn't have any powers himself, but he had interest in gathering together people or finding people who have these uh, sp- uh, superpowers and special abilities. Um, also on the team was a friend of his and fellow scientist uh, his name, I think, I think his name was Elvin Lincoln. I think that was the name of the character. And you're gonna know the actor. He was portrayed by Kevin Peter Hall. If you don't recognize that name, he was the seven foot four black dude who portrayed the Predator. He was the Predator. Oh the shit! Person. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, the, the name Harry escapes me. Harry on Harry yeah. and the Hendersons. I love that. 
Yeah, yeah. So you've seen the dude before because he used to he used to also be on two two seven and he was on a couple of other TV shows. He was seven four and skinny as hell. <laughs> now, for some reason, I thought John Lithgow played uh, Harry on Harry and the Hendersons <laughs> as well. You know, because he's really fucking tall. John Lithgow, how tall yeah. is he? I don't know, but he's really tall. Probably not as tall as the um. Yeah, he's definitely What's the not guy's seven name? Four. Yeah, he's not seven <laughs> feet tall, but he is a really tall man. I didn't realize he was that tall, man. I'm yeah. gonna have to look into that. But he, that's pretty funny. <laughs> he must be six foot something. Probably, probably. But but yeah, the character the character of Elvin Lincoln, he was a scientist who hated. I get if I remember correctly, he hated the fact that he was as tall as he was. He didn't want to be that tall. So he figured out a way to make himself shrink. <laughs> I was just going to ask you that if he came up with some kind of Rick and Morty shit, um, shrinking yes. serum or something. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like some type of serum or injection or something that, that he gave himself, some type of treatment that he gave himself. So what he would do is he would tap a nerve on the back of his neck that would cause him to shrink like instantly he would shrink down to like 10 or 11 inches like the size of a ken doll <laughs> really why uh, the fuck yeah. would he want to do that well he didn't want to shrink that small I think okay that, I, I think he was trying to shrink down to like a normal height but you know uh, <laughs> it just it went wrong that, that's the thing about the show the characters on the show these were like accidents that happened that caused these people to to have these abilities so you know he would shrink down but it was only temporary so you know he would tap his neck and he would shrink down and it was temporary he would do whatever they needed a, a very small person to do and i mean you know how tv works he would be stuck in a small tight space yeah and he would have to try to figure out how to get the hell out before he grows back and gets squished yeah i'm just imagining <laughs> all the cheesy campy stuff that's going on right now Right, right. Or he would be in a situation where he would be somewhere and then he would grow back to his his regular height and he would be naked, you know. Yeah. For you some know. reason I'm thinking of less goofy Power Rangers. <laughs> I don't know. Um I don't it was it was sort of like no it costumes. Was, it wasn't a you know what the show it wasn't a comedy. There were some comedic aspects, but it wasn't a comedy. It was a lot like it was like the A team mixed with like X Men. Okay. You know, yeah. Um it wasn't it wasn't played super serious. There was a lot of comedic aspects, but it was it was a fun show. It was it was a fun eighties show. I don't know if you can even call it a drama. It wasn't really a drama, it was action. Um But it was cool, man. There were a couple other characters. Dude, there was a, a very young Courtney Cox in the show. She played Holy a character shit. named Gloria. She was a juvenile delinquent. Now, had... <laughs> she's around our age, right? So that means she was, she would have been probably like nine or ten at that point. No, you know what? She's she's older than us. Oh, she's she is. I thought us. she was our yeah. age. Yeah, so she was a teenager on the show. Okay. And, um, yeah, she had telekinetic abilities on the show. Um. So that was that was interesting. <laughs> she was a she was a troubled kid, a troubled youth um, who had telekinesis. And another character on the show, his name was Johnny B. <laughs> Johnny B. He was B. a uh, he was a uh, a rocker. Was his last name good? 
that's what they were going for, really, okay. because he was he was he was obsessed with uh, with Chuck Berry. <laughs> Chuck Berry. All right. Yeah. So his name was Johnny B, and he was uh, he was on stage one time uh, with his guitar, and there was an accident, an electrical accident, that ended up giving him the powers of electricity. <laughs> so. He could, and he always wore sunglasses, which worked because he was a rocker. But you know, when when he was fully charged up, his eyes would glow like you know, basically like uh, almost like Cyclops. So he always wore sunglasses, and he could shoot electricity out of his hand, out of his fists, and he could run fast, and he would charge up by touching you know, sources of of power. I thought you was going to say when you brought up Cyclops that he could shoot electricity from his eyes. I can't remember <laughs> if he did that. I don't think he did that. He might have. I really don't remember. You got to remember this was 1985 and I'm really going off of memory because I haven't seen the show since then. I'm surprised that I remember this much, honestly. Yeah, you're doing pretty good for someone whose memory is pretty bad. I know, man, but this was a hell of a show, dude. Me and my best friends, we were way into it. We would all be like, oh, I'm him. I'm that one. I'm that guy. You know? <laughs> Uh, of course, I had to be Elvin because I was the tall, skinny one. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be him. I want to be Johnny B. He's cool. <laughs> you know? But oh, also Johnny B, uh, his weakness was water. You know, everybody has to have a weakness. So if he got wet, he would he would short out and he wouldn't be able to use his powers. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, the last the last part of the team was. I can't remember his name. I think I remember them calling him Beef. <laughs> but, but his deal, this, this, was, this was his deal. He was, he, he froze himself purposely. He froze himself in the 1930s because he was heartbroken over the, the loss of Amelia Earhart. Okay. So he fro- he froze himself, <laughs> and um, they were able to. I guess he was revived somehow. They the team went and found him. He became part of the team, and his brain was frozen. So all he could do, like he, the only dialogue he, he didn't have dialogue. All he would say was Amelia. He would just cry for Amelia. But his thing was he would he could freeze things by touching them. And his name was Beef. They called him Beef. Okay. I I forgot why, but they called him Beef. I think it was part of his name. Um, But they called him Beef. And uh, they had to keep him cold or he would die. So what the team would do was they would drive around in an ice cream truck and keep Beef in the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) And they would just take him out of the freezer when they needed him. (laughs) Oh, man, that sounds so ridiculous. It, it was ridiculous, but dude, in 1985, it was cool as hell, man. Yeah. There was nothing else on TV like it at that time. There was nothing on TV with like live action, super like a live action super powered team like that, you know? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say back in 1985, I was watching Doctor Who, and like that was pretty goofy. So I'm kind of likening it to that a little bit. I never really got fully into Doctor Who. I've seen bits and pieces. You yeah. Know? Well, but... back then the props that they had, you know, it was uh, <laughs> it it wasn't exactly realistic. So you had to use the power of your imagination. Yeah. Well, I remember um, I remember Misfits of Science looking pretty sharp 
but that's that's from my memory everything looked sharp back then you know <laughs> who knows maybe they had a better budget i don't know it was it was on nbc it was only, it only ran for one season but it was on nbc so you know nbc's not gonna air anything that's cheap really cheesy looking no. by 1985 standards i know it looked really good like seriously it was like it was it was a team it was the a team with superpowers that's exact that's the best way i could describe it <laughs> that's you know, cool. i don't know i don't know if you were ever into the a team but oh you know, man played, love the a team yeah. Okay, so you know how they played a team fairly serious, but there was there was some uh, comedic aspects to it. That's that's pretty much exactly how the writing was for Misfits of Science, as I remember it. Okay, that's cool. Wow, it's amazing that there's a lot of these '80s shows that I never heard of because I remember just every Saturday just watching, sitting in front of the TV, watching the cartoons and the live action shows that they had for us. Yeah, yeah, dude. I watched everything, man. Auto Man. I was in the Auto Man. And, you know, I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> no, man. Maybe, maybe we didn't get those channels back then. I'm not sure. Oh man, come on. You got ABC, NBC, and CBS. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't have cable at that point. So, yeah, we had like four channels, I think. Yeah, I mean that's all we had. So you know, it was just all all uh, broadcast uh, prime time. These were short lived shows but i used to watch all of that shit man airwolf all yeah i remember stuff. airwolf yep yeah. <laughs> night rider night rider hell yeah dukes of hazard too dukes you know, of can't hazard. Forget that. yeah dude i was i was a huge dukes of hazard fan man. hell yeah man i wanted yeah. to paint my mom's car <laughs> no man you did not want to i wanted to put i wanted car. to put the number one on the doors and and have like the dukes yeah. of hazard car yeah, my best friend, my best friends and I, we used to play everything that we saw on TV, man. We used to we used to climb into his father's Buick through the window. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was us too, man. You know, we'd be watching uh, Night Rider, and after the episode, we'd go outside and we'd reenact it. Yeah, just sitting in the car, <laughs> <laughs> talking to the air vents. Yep. <laughs> right. Right, man. We had all the toys, but how about how about these days? You know, like uh, Michael Knight. It was always pretty cool. Like it seemed so futuristic. He was just talking to his watch, like, "Kid, I need you, buddy." You know. Now people actually talk into their watch. Yeah, you know? except that nobody's named Kit. It's all Siri. Yeah, right, right. And uh, Cortana and uh, Alexa. Alexa, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, man. How come AI always has all these sexy, sexy lady names? I know, man. We were just talking about that not too long ago, and yeah. we were we we're going to create our own AI system. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to say no. We're not saying no names, but <laughs> no. But dude, seriously, man, if you have a chance, and you are a child of the '80s, and I know that you are, we are the exact same age. Look up Misfits of Science. Do yourself that favor, man. It, maybe it doesn't hold up. It might be a lot cheesier than I remember, but I have very fond memories of it, man. It'll it, even if you're not familiar with it, it should take you right back to a better time. It should take you right back to 1985. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna go on YouTube, and and if it sucks, I'm gonna hold you accountable for that. <laughs> <laughs> I accept that challenge. I'm going to send a certain uh, someone over to your house. You've been tuned into the Inhuman Experience podcast. 
Join us again on this strange journey as these two geniuses attempt to make sense of the strange and the unexplained. If you've got a question or a story to tell, you can contact the Inhumans on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast. Or you can email them at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. Your story could appear on a future episode. Feel free to leave a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash inhuman dash experience dash podcast forward slash message and make yourself heard. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes for a shout-out and to have the review read by the boys. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time, we are the Inhumans. Are you experienced?